Hello and welcome to our second episode of the year. We're trying to get more consistent with our uploads, so we're aiming for hopefully one episode once a month. Just a bit of a heads up though, the audio on this episode is pretty rough. We're trying a new audio setup, and I didn't notice that the settings on the recorder were too loud, so we were consistently peaking. I tried to clean it up as much as I could, but yeah. But I love the conversation that we had so much that I thought it would be a shame to waste. Hopefully we'll have all the audio issues fixed for next time, but until then, enjoy. Is the thing recording already? Yes. Okay. So, 90s to 2000s commercials. Yeah. Rick here put up on one of his social media accounts, the strawberries and cream Starburst commercial. Classic. And I'm just saying, that is a part of our history, folks, that we need to leave behind. No. And, I, you know, I was thinking about what you said. Like, you know, maybe it's okay to leave it there. But when you put the rap song right after it, <laughs> I was like, no, no. I love that song. If you don't know what song I'm talking about, it's a song called Berries and Cream by Blabstar. Berries and Cream. Berries and yeah, Cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little lad that loves berries. And cream. Like, it's based off of the Starburst commercial, and it's fucking awesome. But I'm saying the commercials that we should be remembering are the Orbit ones. It's like a British lady, right? Yeah. Where it's, you know, got a dirty mouth, you know, chew or clean up with Orbit, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one that we need to remember most, folks, is when the lady called the other one a cootie queen, and she comes back with, who are you calling a cootie queen? You lint liquor. That is the one that needs to be played for children, their children. That should be the ad for every Super Bowl going forward. We need to remember that one. Their commercials were so wholesome, mm. and they were funny. You know, nobody could get offended by their things, and they weren't stupid either. Like the Starburst berries and cream. That was so freaking awesome, dude. No, it was not. Especially with how it starts. Like, excuse me, but what are you eating there? Uh, Starburst. A Starburst, what, berries? Bangs and what else? And cream. <laughs> and then he just jizzes his pants. Yeah. I mean, you can see the guy come on camera. <laughs> and he just goes into a little routine. Yeah, berries and cream. Berries and cream. I'm a little bad of those berries and cream. And then to get his point across, he does it again faster and in, a, in a falsetto. <laughs> and does just jazz hands at the end. But even that was not as bad as the Quiznos dead mice. Yeah, yeah. They looked like dead rats. And I'm like, who? who's getting hungry off of this commercial? I sent you that one, right? Yeah, you sent yeah, me that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Quiznos, I mean, they should have tried a different approach. Because their whole appeal back in the day was we toast our sandwiches. Uh-huh. And then Subway and Togo's were like, oh, so all we have to do is get a toaster oven. Mm. And we could do exactly what you're doing. And then Quiznos, instead of trying to change their image, kept going with the same dead mice yeah. singing. Yeah. Uh, another creepy one that I, I think people have forgotten about because the business didn't last too long. Uh-huh. Jim Boy's Tacos. I don't remember this. Yeah, it was not. It, I think it was only there for like a year or two. And in their commercials, uh, there was a little baby in the bed. And the parents were like trying to discuss, I think, like what to have for dinner. The baby's just laying in the bed and you just hear him say, Jim Boy's. And the parents are like, what? Gym boys. And I just looked back on that and I was like, is this what it took to get people to go eat? Dead mice, 
leprechaun guys doing a little dance, British women, and and a baby talking. Oh, but th- those those years, and even for the movies, uh, remember like the the spoof movies or the parody movies that were yeah, coming out. Yeah, I think after Scary Movie Four, they should have been done. They should have been done before Scary Movie Four. Five is terrible. And then um, five was that the one with um, Ashley Tisdale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, that was te- the only good part of that whole thing was. Uh, when Lindsay Lohan and uh, Charlie, Sheen. Charlie Sheen were just sitting there, they just got done banging, and they're like, "Oh, you got to deal with that judge, there, bitch. You should get this judge." <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch that one. Um, but yeah, like epic movie, um, disaster movie. There was another one, date movie. Yeah, date movie. Yeah, <laughs> they were all. I mean, they were all the same. It was just okay. Let's make fun of whatever movie just came out, and all we're gonna do is make fun of it. The storyline is gonna be very stupid. Like especially epic movie. I don't even remember what their end goal was. Yeah, neither do I. I think it was like a big battle or something. I know. I know. Narnia was like their what they were, you know, mainly basing yeah, it yeah, off yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, did they end up being, you know, the rulers of the land? I don't even remember. The only, like, two characters I remember in that movie are the black midget. Yeah. And the the white stupid chick. The main girl, yeah. Beyond that, the rest of them were very forgettable. Well, there was a black girl in Epic Movie. I don't even... Oh, I kind of remember that. She I kind of remember. She was nowhere in the movie poster. <laughs> That's so sad. They didn't even credit her. You know what? No, that is the credit to how far... African Americans have come in the community since Epic Movie has come out. You just think, if that movie came out today, she would be in that poster. But back then, George W. Bush doesn't love black people. Actually, I think this movie, oh no, it came out 2005 or something. Yeah, that, like that. that was still Bush. Yeah. yeah. Obama didn't start until, I want to say, oh, 2008. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I remember Mr. Redacted. The History Teacher. Uh-huh. Made us watch that the whole like his inauguration. Oh, I thought that was an epic movie. Oh no, <laughs> I, I I would have loved him even more if he did. Uh, but he was like I want to say everybody's favorite teacher, even though he taught history, because uh-huh. he was just so chill about it. He's like, yeah, this is my class. The homework's gonna be like five problems a day. As long as you read it, you're gonna get it. Like he didn't even really try, but everybody loved him. And then there was this counterpart Redacted. that tried too hard. Like he had like Jeopardy and everything in his classroom, and nobody cared. This is like junior high. Huh? Yeah, after you abandoned me. Okay, I did not abandon you. He abandoned me, folks. I I had to move. I couldn't stay. Your school. Uh huh. When I had to go there for intercession. Uh huh. I would look around, and all I would see was uptight people. Maybe it was because of the people that I was around at that time. I didn't see that. I didn't see all the uptight people. Talking, like, about the adults. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with the intercession kids, because they would just look at us and be like, Oh, look at the little dumbasses. They're spending their break time here because they're too stupid. I never did intercession. All I did was um, summer school. Intercession was the dumbest thing. Because, like, in intercession, I would get, like, hundreds on everything. But then I would go back to school and still be failing. And they're like, well, intercession should have helped you. I'm like, I aced everything there. It's because all they give you is, like, packets. Yeah, and it was, like, first grade level packets. Now, granted, I was only at a second grade reading level. (laughs) That was sad when I had to go to Sylvan. Um, and they make you do your entry test, and they're like, yeah, you're in fifth grade, but you're only, like, at a second grade reading level and, like, a third grade math level. You really have no idea what your teacher's talking about, do you? I'm like, no. And then my parents stopped blaming me. I started blaming the teacher. Because they blamed me, like, the whole time, like, up until that point, right? Saying, like, I wasn't paying attention or anything. And then they talked to people in that class, and, like, other students were like, yeah, no, Mr. Redacted. I just really didn't like him. <laughs> like, I would come back from band practice, and then, like, she would ask me a question, as soon as I sat down. 
like expecting me to know the answer. But then she was still like, I'm so happy he does band. When clearly she should have been telling my parents, like, no, get him out. He's not getting it. And then my parents were like, you know what? She was a bitch. I didn't know that Miss Redacted didn't like you. Oh, yeah, hated me. I was in that class with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I, I felt targeted, but, like, you know, like, my parents just kept blaming me, right? And then who did they talk to? I want to say they talked to, like, Redacted or somebody, like, to her parents. And they were like, yeah, Redacted. kind of targets your son oh. a lot. Still haven't gotten an apology. They still haven't said sorry, but they were like, yeah, maybe maybe it is the teacher this time. I have no idea if this is a testament to, like, how close we were as friends that I just didn't notice. But you were one of her star kids. You wouldn't even know. Oh, I don't I, I, I... Remember, she bought you McDonald's. Yeah, but, like, I look back at it now, and I was like, that that whole thing was, like, super awkward, because I was surrounded by people that I kind of knew. Like, when we were growing up, everybody was, like, cool with each other. Like, I was cool with everybody. Nobody was cool with me. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, I was bullied a lot, damn it. Oh, man. That's not my experience at all. Yeah, no. I was known as Rick's friend. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't make it any better. Because you didn't voice this to me. I didn't know. You were my friend. You should have known. I mean, do you want a hug? No, you'll just get a tape. <laughs> you and 12 other individuals will get a tape. That That's how it went, right? In 13 Reasons Why. Oh, like, this is oh, your tape. Oh, yeah. You, you will all just get a, not a CD, not an MP file. <laughs> a tape. A VH tape. Yeah, you guys will have to go to the thrift store and try to source a VHS player that works. That's, like, the most bullshit part of that whole story, where, like, she gave them all tapes. Like, if somebody just handed me a tape, I'd be like... You know what was the most bullshit? The fact that they were were able to find something to play it on so easily. Yeah. Like, even if they didn't have one, they knew, like, hella people that had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aside from the fact that I I think half her problems were her own. Uh Uh-huh. Like, she's just blaming everybody else. Yeah, like, yeah. her being raped, I sympathize with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her watching her friend get raped, I'm like, you at any uh, moment could have called the police. Yeah. I want to go back to the actual story I had. I didn't know that you... I feel so... I mean, I heard stories, but, like, this was, like, way after I left. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was bullied. Well, seventh grade was bad. Eighth grade, like, when I had, like, my group, like, nobody came and fucked with me because there was just more of us. Like, there was, like... It, now, most of them, I wouldn't be caught dead being around anymore. But still, like, like, there was just too many of us. Like, people would come by and everybody would just be like, fuck off. But yeah, seventh grade was a, was a rough year. I should have made seven tapes, given one to all my previous teachers. Actually, no. Mr. Freeman, if you're somehow one of my listeners, <laughs> you were the real one. In kindergarten, when you were Miss Dragabon, and then Miss Freeman in first grade, you was the real one. We had her. Together. Yeah, we, we had her. We <laughs> My mom reminds me of the story when she was still Miss Dragavon. I'm just looking back on it now, and I remember my first day of kindergarten. Because I asked my mom, like, well, what do you do at school, right? And she says, well, you go, you say hi. The teacher asks a question, and you answer it. And, you know, that, that's pretty much it, right? Mm-hmm. So my dumbass, she asked what my name was, and I said, Scott. And she's like, oh, okay, nice to meet you, Scott. I said, okay, bye. And, like, really tried leaving. Like, I was by the door. And she said, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, my mom says I just you know, answer a question, and then my, my day is done. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, that's not how it works. And I was like, I did. I don't even think I said anything. I just walked back to my seat like I was lied to. Was this kindergarten or first grade? That was kindergarten for me. That was before you and I started hanging out. Yeah. I remember you in line, though. You spit on me. Okay. Well, you were going, 
and like some got on my neck. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't think we should bring that up, me spitting on you. This episode is, is titled 13 Reasons Why Scott's Like This. It's 90s commercials, folks, and my childhood. To let you know, folks, this was supposed to be a review of Sonic the Hedgehog, but I'm too broke to go watch that today. So instead, you get my review of 90s commercials, childhood trauma, and us just bashing on 13 Reasons Why. Dude, I feel so bad. I, I just didn't know. But what ices everything are what you did to me in high school. I don't remember. First what time I, did. I saw you, you didn't even say hi to me. Oh. You asked where Angelo was. And then I tried helping you, and you, you just walked away. <laughs> Anywho, so we got a new shower head recently. That's like one of those steps in adulthood mm-hmm. when you like get like visibly excited over your new shower head. Because the one we had before just didn't have enough pressure. And now this one has two heads. Oh. So there's the main one where you can turn the knob and have the hook or the detached hose. Oh. Oh my gosh. Like, you, <laughs> you don't even know. Like, when I came home and saw that, I was like, oh, let me get naked right now. Oh my god. <laughs> and she's like, what for? I was like, for the new shower, what'd you think? She's like, you're that excited for it. I was like, this is a big deal. Like, I just imagine the Amazon Prime package just comes in, you open it up, and you just bust out of your clothes. We had it sitting here for, I want to say, like a week and a half, uh-huh. because there was, uh, there was something else in the shower that we needed fixed, and I couldn't get it to come apart myself, so we had to get a plumber for it. Um, it was like the little faucet at the bottom, you know, like to switch between shower and bath. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was stuck halfway between. So you kind of got a swath every time you used it. So, yeah, when we got new ones of those, I'm like, I can clean my butt crack now. Mm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> did you RSVP to my wedding? No, I did not yet. Okay, it's okay. I'm going to I'm gonna shoot you a link to do it on the correct site. Uh-huh. Because Amber's sister did it a stupid way. Yeah, because I, I saw the email from Amber, and then I was like, oh, okay. And then I looked at it, and then I was about to click RSVP, and then I got distracted by your guys' Amazon registry. Yeah, so I'm going to... it's a long list. But that's three months from now. Yeah, how does it feel? Uh, I'm thinking about doing one one last act of rebellion that you can't tell me no. I'm going to dye my hair pink next month. Oh. And then get it cut before the wedding. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be hot pink. I'm just going to go everywhere. No shame. Mm. And then, you know, get it cut like a week before the wedding. Because if I go there with the hot pink hair. No, no, no. You should get it cut, but to the point where you can still have the pink on your head. No, no. no. You should have a shaved pink head. Oh, I think I think if I actually showed up, my parents would take me somewhere and then, like, throw me in the back of a room. And then, like, throw a barber in there and be like, fix this. No, no, no. It's great. You'll just wear a hat. And then when it's time for the wedding, you just take the hat off. They literally can't stop you. I think they would stop the whole ceremony. They would stop the whole ceremony. I think I think they would. I think they'd be like, all right, we're coming back in a few hours. We're paying for it. Uh-huh. We're fixing this shit, Scott, you little dumbass. I think they would drag my ass out of there and throw me down in front of a barber, and they would just be like, fix it. <laughs> we're going to have to shave them bald. Fix it. We'd rather have bald than this. Whack. Yeah, they're white. Yo, you should show up in like hair extensions. <laughs> you should get a weave. <laughs> you should get a weave for your wedding. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you for coming. The the guest area is over there. <laughs> Just point with my hair. Yeah. 
I just hope that you know that I'm going to show up however I want to show up to your wedding. Just don't 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 wear sweatpants and flip flops, please. We'll, we will talk about it. Wait, no, actually, we the, won't. there there is a dress code. I don't think so. No, there is. I don't think that applies to me. No, they they won't let you in. Who? The, Who's the, they? The people working at the chapel. Nah, I think it's cool. No, it has to be cocktail attire. What is cocktail attire? Man, I I don't know. I'm just fortunate I have to wear a tuxedo to this shit. Otherwise, I would cocktail attire. <laughs> I think if you wore a polo shirt and khakis, you'd be okay. So I was at work, right? And I was out late last night with my coworkers in Sacramento. Yeah. So I'm like bored on the computer. And then half an hour later, I just wake up on the floor. <laughs> oh and I'm God. just, I'm like, huh? Like there's like a book laying on my hands. <laughs> and I just like asked my coworkers, I was like, what happened? They're like, what do you mean what happened? You've been working in the office, right? I'm like, no, I like woke up on the floor. And they're like, how did you not wake up and you hit the floor? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I guess I was just out. I mean, I, I was dead tired. Because we all got back, I want to say, like at 1230. And then I had to be at work at 730. So naturally, I woke up for work at 728. Mm. Looked at my phone and I was like, I have 120 seconds. Yeah, that's that's not happening. So I just laid there for a few more minutes, and everyone's like, don't you got to go to work? I'm like, I'm late as it is. <laughs> I might as well, you know, stretch first. You know, drink some water. Like, I think I'm the only person that I know that takes, like, just a little bit of alcohol to where I'm just like, okay, like, it's social or whatever. Yeah. And then when I feel that punch, then I stop. Like, everybody else goes hard in the paint. Yeah, last night was, like, my first real drinking night in probably half a year at least. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else was drinking. So, you know, social. And I brought alcohol, so we weren't spending too much on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we only actually had to buy three drinks the whole time we were out between all of us. Mm-hmm. I think I had, like, eight shots in total. But I, I never even hit a buzz because I spread it out. Mm-hmm. I learned from Josh's place. Yeah. I tell everybody that story because they're like, why don't you go hard? But you see, what had happened was my friend got his wing stop and we couldn't touch it for two hours <laughs> so by the time we ate it it was the nastiest shit ever and uh we were mixing all these alcohols and i had a deep-seated problem that i thought was resolved but it turns out it wasn't no no but after that night it was resolved i rarely think of it ever and now when i think about it I, it's not even sad it's just like that guy was retard my favorite quote from you come from that night what was it why does no one want to touch my pee-pee <laughs> Why does no one want to touch my pee-pee? And then, and then me, both me and Josh kind of looked at each other, and we were just like, what do we do? Touch my pee-pee, obviously. That was the point where we knew you were fully incapacitated. We were just like, this is bad. This is bad. We need to do something now. And then, like, you just start crying more and more. And then we're just like, uh, like You should have just taken me home. You should have just been like, this is somebody else's problem. No, but you threw up already at that point. So we were just like, we don't want this in our car. Like, <laughs> so you wanted more on you. Because didn't I, like, throw up on somebody? Um, I think he threw up on Josh. Or was that Johnny that threw up on Josh? Because I know Johnny threw up too. Yeah, Johnny did throw up, but he threw up on the couch. Uh, Oh, the majority of it. So he was the fucker that did the couch. I think, I think. Because that one was harder for me to clean out. Because I did clean the whole place the next day. Yeah. I was like, I'm the one that did this. But if I knew he did the couch, I would have made him clean. But like, Johnny at least was like, very compared to you he was like more elegant with this throw up situation I, I was blacked out drunk how was I supposed to be elegant 
like Johnny, he was just kind of like, okay. Like, he knew how to manage his throw-up. With you, you were furiously crying. They think I remember starting the Kevin Hart special, and then, I, like, I remember me, like, crying at people. And then the rest of it was just black. And then I woke up, and I was, like, scared. I, like, first, I thought I was in a different place. Yeah. And then I was like, what's my escape route? <laughs> like, I was thinking about how to run. And then I realized, like, what kind of what happened. I was like, oh... Looks like somebody fucked up in here. I'm still tired. <laughs> like, literally, everybody just left me just watching Twin Peaks by myself at, like, 4 in the morning. Where was jo- where did Johnny go? Johnny, he was still asleep. He was the first one out. Yeah, that, that sounds like him. And then when you threw up, you threw up hard. You th- it was so disgusting oh, yeah. that me and Josh stayed up to do laundry. Like, after we had you on the floor... We were just like, okay, we need to clean everything else up. And then Josh was like, hey, man, like, I'm really tired. And then I was like, just go to sleep. It's fine. It was literally like four in the morning. And I was just watching Twin Peaks by myself, making sure that you didn't choke on your throw up. And then Johnny was just having a good night's sleep. (laughs) He does that in every fucking situation. Because he and I have been in numerous situations. Yeah. And he's, a, he's always the first one out. <laughs> yeah. To leave everybody else to do the stuff. But it was cool because he didn't fucking scary movie too. Threw up everywhere. Yours was comical. It was so bad. It was so bad. Your ass was out. We were just like, this is not good. <laughs> At least I didn't shit myself. Right? <laughs> No, you, you didn't. Just imagine if you had to clean shit with it, too. I mean, you just get rid of the apartment. You just say, keep the security deposit. I can't live here. I, I remember Josh was mad. Yeah. He still bought us McDonald's the next day. He did. I, I literally told Josh, hey, can you just drop me off? This isn't fun. He's like, nah, man. Like, what, what, what's up with you guys later? What are you guys doing later? And then I'm like, eh. Well, I think I made one of your best nights. You're going to remember that night forever. Yeah, there is a picture of your ass out, and then Josh is going like this. Yeah, I saw that one. You should bring that one to the wedding. And put one on everybody's plate. <laughs> Just blow it up. And they're going to be like, what is this? All right, let me tell you the story. And I'll be like, security. Security's good. Talk about the pee-pee. <laughs> talk about the pee-pee thing. And now you have somebody to touch your pee-pee. Maybe yeah. that's how I'm going to round it out on your wedding. And Amber, to you, thank you. For touching his baby. <laughs> Should we just end this now and then just talk like regular people? Yeah, I think so. Okay, say say bye. The 90s and the 2000s were a weird time. But folks, always remember, if you got a filthy mouth, clean it. <laughs>